0: basketball's back folks there's no other way to spin it it's great news in my humble opinion i've been jonesing for the warriors on tv and it was there tonight and folks it's an adage we repeat on the show time and time and again it's never going to get old great things happen when jonathan Kaminga plays we're going to recap the preseason opener of the golden state warriors next a victorious preseason opener this is locked on warriors you are locked on warriors Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code NBA for $20 off your first purchase. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotts, on threads. I've migrated. It's starting to blow up. I know NBA Twitter is lagging and migrating over, but it's getting there, folks. I hope you join me there. My handle is super easy at dogwild. This program is still on Twitter, ad locked on Dubs. If you want to follow us there, but look, tonight was all about the Golden State Warriors. It was the preseason opener, one of the first games of the preseason period. And the Golden State Warriors after struggling a bit in the first quarter, we're going to talk about that and so much more. They slowly pull away to win this game by a final score of one twenty-five to one hundred and eight. And look, I know the preseason doesn't isn't supposed to mean a lot, and in theory, it shouldn't mean anything. Um, The record doesn't count towards uh, the regular season or the postseason. But if you look at the history of the Warriors uh, uh, and you look at the, the four championship years, especially they were good in the preseason. And typically you usually see typically usually whatever you usually see great teams pull off successful games in the preseason because the preseason shows you whether or not. The players are, are, are fine-tuned and ready to go, or whether or not they're still lackadaisical and kind of warming up to the season. You can tell if the focus is there. You can read how good the depth of the team is. And there were a lot of positives about tonight's game, folks. Uh, I'm gonna try to get to the chat as much as possible. Patrice, you're absolutely right. Great game indeed. Um, it was almost universally positive. I had to nitpick, and there, there are a few nitpicks, nitpicks. Uh, it won't be an entirely like glowingly, uh, there won't be glowing reviews of the Golden State Warriors because there are some things they could they could uh, clean up a little bit but yes Vic Candia they played good and by the way uh, uh, one of our our, uh, fervent fans of the show is going to be joining me in the third segment Uh, I've been calling him Dr. Sean uh, Dr. Sean Stanley he's a listener of the program and it was really simple he emailed me he said look I love your show I sometimes disagree with you or maybe you said you disagree with me a lot I don't know I'm curious to know what uh, he he thinks (laughs) he thinks I'm wrong on we're going to talk about that and I'm gonna get his his insights well, look, if you love this show and you want to be a part of it, um, we learned a few weeks back. I can't just bring people on, unfortunately. Uh, the, the, the Locked On has literally set up some sort of safeguard, so I can't share the link in real time. But email me. I'll set it up, man. I, this 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 show is for everyone. So um he's going to join the show in segment three. Uh, but for now, we're going to talk about the Warriors. Um, Chris Swish uh, highlighting uh, Jonathan Kaminga, who I thought had a fantastic game. Despite the fringe haters out there who are focusing on those five turnovers, Jonathan Kaminga had 24 points, eight rebounds. And the rebounding number, I think, is particularly uh, important, given they're going to be relying on him considerably for that this year. Uh, added three assists. Um, and if you look at the box score more specifically for Kaminga, he did have those five turnovers. I believe those were all in the first half. He didn't have any turnovers in the second half. But when you say five turnovers, uh, at a minimum, say four, and... and And this is where like, I feel like if you focus so ardently on stats, you're missing the bigger picture here, especially basketball. To me, basketball is a sport that in no way compares to baseball or football when it comes to the relevancy, the importance of statistics. Um, And and to, to put it bluntly, I watched that game in the first half without looking at the stat sheet once, and I knew exactly who was playing good. I knew exactly what the issues were. If you watch a game with your eyes very closely, you don't need stats to tell you who is good and who is bad. One of Jonathan Kaminga's five turnovers, by the way, and this is why, if you're going to say he has five turnovers, be genuine and really say he has four, because one of those five turnovers was Stephen Curry's fault. If you're watching the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you didn't watch the game, Stephen Curry was overly excited for his second unit, who was kicking ass out there. Uh, My first impression, if anything, from this opening preseason game is that the Warriors have a fantastic second unit. Um, if anything, I want to see Chris Paul play on that second unit because what I saw tonight with Brandon Pajemski filling in for uh, Corey Joseph, who normally would take on that role, uh, if not Chris Paul. Uh, Pajemski, by the way, played a great game. I'm going to get into uh, his numbers and, and do an analysis of his as well. But that second unit looked damn good. And Stephen Curry uh, was was rooting them on. And unfortunately, he didn't have like a, like a warm-up jacket on. He, he was just wearing his uniform. He was on his feet. Uh, and he was standing on the court, and I remember this vividly because the first time I saw him doing it, I'm like, Steph, you look like you're on the court, one of the five players out there. Someone's going to mistake you, and sure enough, Jonathan Kaminga threw a pass to him thinking that he was playing on the floor with his teammates, but Steph was just standing there rooting them on, looking like a player, and so Jonathan, so Kaminga just threw a pass to Steph, who was not playing, he was the sixth man, so that was one of his five turnovers. But again, those turnovers were not consequential. It's not like there were momentum shifters. It's not like that, like the the turnovers resulted in like a five point swing. They were not serious turnovers. And and to me, look, there are a lot of games. For example, where Stephen Curry, where Draymond Green will have really high turnover numbers, but you see the positives far outweigh those turnovers. And the bottom line is, did they succeed tonight? The answer to that is yes wildly again it's the preseason all right i'm gonna try to contain my excitement my excitement stems from the fact that the newbies that came out for the warriors tonight were fantastic they were exemplary uh i was i was really thrilled um yeah exactly kate santos looking good so far it's only one game it's only one preseason game but again i'll pull up the stats for the other warriors preseason efforts in the four years they won the title i think only one of their those four title years uh the preseason did not turn out superbly and I think that might have been Kevin Durant's second title with the team. And they were really mailing him in that year. They knew how good they were. The preseason had barely any relevance to them. Um, but you look at all the other title teams, and they were either undefeated or they went 4-1. and one. The preseason does foreshadow to a certain extent how teams are going to look. Um, and largely I think it's because of the fact that depth plays a huge part in this. And a lot of those second unit players are actually trying even in preseason games. It does reflect reality. Um, Chris Swish, Yeah, they played great. Absolutely. Um, uh, Sanchez. I'm trying to contain my excitement about Kaminga. I love the kid. I do think he, he has superstar potential, uh, Dazon Sanchez writing in our chat. Kaminga's is about to be the new face of the Warriors franchise. Maybe, maybe in a year or two. Uh, I don't know if he's going to do it this year, but yes. Uh, the eight rebounds were solid, and, and you could tell he was kind of focused on that. He was going after the uh, the board. Uh, I remember him and someone else on the Warriors was fighting for a rebound, and Kaminga was like, give me that. I want my stats. Um, Chris Swish adding that uh, uh, Clay stripping Rui in the first few minutes was awesome to see too. Um, but I agree with Tim Ford absolutely. Free Kaminga. Let the man play. He is legit. He looks good out there. Happy birthday, by the way, as well. The dude turned 21 um, just yesterday. And then again, here are the haters, the, the folks like Victor Fry. Saying he had five turnovers, he needs to clean that up. Again, look at the rest of the numbers. All right, and it was really closer to four turnovers, and there weren't sloppy turnovers either. I I did nothing. None of his none of his negative plays stuck out to me as something that was because of a lack of focus or because he wasn't trying hard or because it was a dumb mistake. It was just, you know, I was honestly surprised when I saw the stats and it showed he had five turnovers. But again, none in the second half. Lord Doan, what is up, girl? Uh, 4 a.m. in Britain. Thank you so much for checking on or checking in. Um, That was a solid game. I don't blame you for staying up. Good to see you. Uh, and again, Dazon pointing out as well that the pass to Steph uh, was one of the five turnovers. Um, I'm going to get to a lot of the chat in just a moment. There's a lot of people uh, talking uh, or, or writing messages in the chat. Um, but I wrote, I wrote some notes and obviously I did my research because if I don't do that, what kind of host am I? Um, some of these, some of the things I'm going to point out are going to be negatives, all right? Uh, please bear with me because this game was not perfect. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me in the first quarter of this game, the Warriors did not look like a team that was going to beat the Lakers. Uh, at the end of the first quarter, the Warriors were ahead 29 23, but they were a little slow out of the gates. And one thing that stuck out to me. Um, was Anthony Davis, who who also had a solid game in that first quarter. Uh, for example, he finished with nine points and four rebounds, um, and a lot of that was because of a recurring theme that's come from the last two three years, which is that Kevon Looney, who I think anyone who loves the Warriors loves the man. He's the Iron Man of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Luna. I always have struggled pronouncing that, that nickname that Clay Thompson gave him uh, after Akeem. It's, it's Akeem Olajuwon, Kevon Lunajuan, I guess that's how you'd say it. Um, But defensively, against the true elite bigs, and I'm thinking more specifically of Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic, and Joel Embiid, and maybe to a greater extent, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Although I haven't seen Looney struggle as much guarding Giannis as the other three, but those other three, and, and particularly Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic, they can score on him. They can they can shoot right over him. They can dribble past him. Um, that, to me, remains an issue. And we didn't see four quarters of Anthony Davis. What we saw was uh, Anthony Davis play the first half. I don't know if we saw him in the second half at all. Uh, but that is a concern. And big picture, long term, that is, I'm curious to see what the answer is going to be uh, from Steve Kerr. I mean, the Warriors right now look like a team... That are in the upper echelon of elite greats, right? I mean, when you're talking about the teams that are the favorites to win the world championship, FanDuel has them listed as the six, with the sixth highest odds, uh, plus 1,700. <clears throat> I think right now they're better than the Suns, in my humble opinion. I think I think the Warriors are up there with the best of them. But when it comes time to these big games, uh, more specifically against the Nuggets and the Lakers, um, I am curious what the answer is going to be. Is it just is is the answer simply we're going to outscore you, we're going to run you off the floor? Um, because I don't know how they're going to defend Anthony Davis. Um, Clay Thompson, I know some people, and I just mentioned, uh, one of the chat comments saying that, you know, the strip of Rui was huge, but he struggled to me. It, Clay did not look like a player that is worthy of a max contract. I know it's one preseason game. It's a quarter and a half of, of analysis. Um, you know, but he didn't shoot the ball. Well, uh, I know he made two threes in this game. Uh, went two for seven from three total. One of those threes was a shot he created uh, for himself. Another one was a catch and shoot. Uh, but, you know, he went two for eight from the field, uh, meaning seven of his eight shots were three-point attempts, and then he had a two-point attempt that he just missed. Um, he, I don't know. I wasn't overly impressed. Um, I'm not sitting here saying Clay's done, but it's not like in the first preseason game coming off of summer where I was expecting to see, you know, a well-conditioned, Clay coming out the gates, uh, impressing. I was not that blown away. Let me see if anyone in the chat, um, is, is disagreeing or has a a second perspective. Uh, Andre FRBK, for example, writes he's forcing everything. that's, that's a very astute observation. I I agree with that. Um, a lot of it looks like he was, he was forcing it. Uh, and you added to that as well, that he was playing, um, hero ball and, and chucking it. I agree. I totally agree. Um, and maybe it's something as simple as that, Maybe he was outside his comfort zone playing uh, uh, the four. I mean, I didn't see him really defending other bigs that much. There was one matchup where Anthony Davis was on him and scored on him easily. Um, but Tim Ford, I agree with you as well. He was jacking him up as usual. Um, again, not a horrible game, but if the Warriors are going to win their fifth title in 10 years, I think they're going to need a little more from Clay. Um, I also don't think it's the worst idea to consider him in a Manu Ginobili role where maybe you bring him off the bench. I don't know. But I wasn't thoroughly impressed. And again, it's just one preseason game. I'm not overly uh, emphasizing uh, Clay's performance tonight. And Louis Roberson could be very correct that Clay uh, will come back strong. Very possible. Um, but when we come back from our break, I'm going to highlight a lot of positives. Again, we've got a, a longtime listener of the show, Dr. Sean. He's going to join the program in a little bit uh, to give his perspective. Uh, but again, the Warriors, all in all, this was a great night. I'm going to highlight a lot of positives when we come back. Uh, particularly with Chris Paul. We finally got a chance to see what he looks like in a Warriors uniform. We finally got a chance to see how he fits in with this team on offense and defense. But offensively was particularly, I think, the focus of his game tonight. And so far, so good. Dario Saric made his debut. There's a lot to discuss. Brandon Pajemski was playing heavy minutes. Did not disappoint. Um, Stay tuned. There's a lot more. First, we got to give some love, though, to uh, one of our, our awesome sponsors, especially this time of year, and that's Game Time. For the simple reason that look, the dubs are back. And if you want to go to a game or if you want to go to a concert, whatever the event is, game time is the resource for you for the simple reason it's it's a low price guarantee. At a minimum, that's why you should go to game time. Meaning, if you buy your tickets from game time and then you see the same tickets in the same row and section from another dealer with a lower price, they will match that price. That is literally. A low price, Dare-o-tay, folks. So you need to get on in with Game Time when you're buying tickets. And look, it's fast. They have a super safe website. It's easy to buy the seats. You can see from their app exactly how it's going to look in terms of your view. So you get that visual aesthetic to have a better understanding of what your seats are going to look like. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And redeem the code Locked On NBA. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A NBA for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, first of all, again, if you ever want to come on this program, Dr. Sean's going to join me in a few minutes. Just shoot me an email. You're welcome. But for the everydayers, besides just having a a fellow human being, who love the Warriors come on this program, we might have a massive, huge guest on the show Monday. Stay tuned for that. I don't want to say who it is, but if this happens, folks, it'll be the biggest guest we've ever had on the show. And I'm cautiously ecstatic about it so stay tuned follow me on threads at dog wild follow the program on twitter at locked on dubs and now time for some positives let me see uh real quick here anything in the chat john holmes i agree with you absolutely sharch and, and chris paul makes this team much more dangerous yeah it is obvious but still i mean if, re- if the obvious statement results in good things love it um Steve Wilton's writing that Corey Joseph was very much needed. Um, I mean, maybe I'm going to touch on that in just a second. I was thinking that initially, especially when I saw Brandon Pajemski come in the game because um, Steve Wilton is dropping uh, <clears throat> something that almost caused me um, a PTSD. And that's a Ty Jerome reference. Um, and Darth Vader is adding to the Ty Jerome reference as well. For a second there, my mind was drifting to that thought when I saw Pajemski in the game, I was like, oh boy, is, is Steve Kerr going to fall in love with another player who just should not be getting the minutes that he's going to get. But Pajemski actually looked good out there. I actually It actually quelled a lot of my skepticism and nerves about him. I thought he played fantastically. But before we get to Brandon Pajemski, um, first things first, Chris Paul. He started the game tonight. We saw a Chris Paul, Stephen Curry backcourt playing together. Not the worst thing in the world. Um, defensively, I think it is a, a liability, especially if you're going to be playing bigger teams. But Chris Paul offensively and defensively, but let's start with the offense. I thought he was fantastic. I, I he I think he was everything you would have hoped to see from Chris Paul. He played 13 minutes tonight. You know, he he had six points, five assists, a very marginal statistic that, in my opinion, meant a lot. Only two free throw attempts, but that for those free throw attempts came from the type of play that we don't normally see from Warriors players, and that is penetration, attacking the rim, drawing fouls from defenders. Last year, we rarely have ever saw that. Uh, outside of Jordan Poole, sometimes having a decent free throw count for some games. We didn't see it that much. And it was a a major concern. The Warriors routinely were far below their opponents when it came to free throw attempts. I think they finished last in the NBA in that department. And the Warriors need trips to the line. It it makes their defense a million times easier to execute because other teams aren't pushing the ball constantly uh, with with free throws versus, say, a missed field goal um it makes it gives you two easy baskets obviously uh two easy points hopefully you make them but chris paul again tonight uh and he also had four rebounds six points five assists four rebounds and 13 minutes of play bravo i am very happy with this first look at chris paul um so far so very good but what i really want to see is him playing with that second unit because we saw a second unit tonight that had pajemski playing heavy minutes pajemski in fact finished the game uh, playing twenty, played twenty six minutes, and he had some good numbers. I'll, I'll get into that in just a second. But we saw the second unit that had Pajemski, that had Dario Sharich, uh, that had Moses Moody, who also played fantastic. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, who was the star of the game, and then Gary Payton the second came in a little while later. He also looked amazing. Um, Gary Payton the is looking like the GP two we saw in the twenty twenty two World Championship season, not the one last year dealing with all those those abdomen uh, issues. Um, he looked amazing. And that five looked amazing, and and I want to see <clears throat> I want to see Chris Paul in Brandon Pajemski's place, not because I'm being I'm criti- I'm critical of Pajemski. I thought he played a great game, but Chris Paul, I mean, if Kaminga's dropping 24 points and eight rebounds, and I'm actually seeing a statue that says four assists. Uh, I said three earlier. Uh, Finished the plus four and the plus minus in 24 minutes of play. Think of what Chris Paul could get out of these kinds of players. Moses Moody, um, who I thought had a fantastic game. He also played 24 points. He scored 15 points uh, in tonight's game, added five rebounds as well. So let's see Chris Paul, the second unit. I mean, my God, man. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. I'm feeling good about this Warriors team and, the Chris Paul uh, experience so far, so damn good. Uh, Andre, no, it's not Chris Paul for Monday, by the way, but but you're you're sniffing the right uh, trail. Um, and regardless, um, that is something that I am ecstatic about. Uh, Dario Saric, real fast, uh, played tonight. A couple of observations from him. First of all, um, he was noticeably smaller than Anthony Davis. In case you're wondering just how big of a player he is, he's obviously, he's he's the biggest player on the team, but he's not that big. He's a legit 6'10", um defensively a bit of a liability uh he doesn't have the lateral quickness to keep up with a lot of players but his offense was i mean i saw him hit what two threes out there let me get his stats real fast dario charge in tonight's game played 15 minutes six points those six points came from two made threes in fact he was two for three from beyond the arc grabbed four rebounds i'm 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 happy with it i'm not complaining at all uh but his his defensive lapses did show at times um, I, I don't think you can expect uh, you know elite defense from Adario Sharik, but I'm sure as heck happy he's on the team. There's no doubt about that. And the last thing before I bring Doctor uh, uh, Sean on the program to get uh, some fresh perspective on this on the show, so you're not just looking at my ugly mug and listening to me. Um, Brandon Pajewski uh, again. He he played a lot tonight. Uh, 26 minutes, in fact. Um, I thought the stat sheet here is showing you went one for one from three. I thought he went one for two. Let me see if there's a if I have two. Uh, box scores in front of me right now so brandon pajemski let me see in the second one this is from the nba uh was one for two from three thank you espn you got that wrong finished with 11 points had a steal uh two turnovers five rebounds of uh, four assists um his, his <clears throat> similar to dario Sharic, <clears throat> excuse me some issues with lateral quickness a little bit on the defensive side um i wouldn't call him someone who at this stage of his career is elite or i don't know if you can use a uh, an adjective like solid to describe his defense, but it's he's, I wouldn't say he's a liability either, but he is big. Um, that's one thing that stuck out to me between him and Ty Jerome. I'm not, I'm not talking about height either. Ty Jerome might even be an inch taller than Brandon Pajemski, but Brandon Pajemski has muscle on that body. And I think that's a huge reason why between that and he's got some really decent hops, why he is a solid rebounder as a point guard. Um, I think he averaged what 70 rebounds a game in Santa Clara last year. And that's one of the reasons they brought him in. So, so far, so good. He looks competent out there, at a minimum. Looks confident as well, uh, and I liked it. I, I don't, you know, look. If if Corey Joseph is down with an injury, if Corey Joseph ends up being um, the odd man out in the grand scheme of things down the road, if the Warriors have to add someone else and, and they're filled up, and he becomes the the guy they eventually cut, I it's not the end of the world, is what I'm trying to say. Brandon Przemski, so far, so good. Uh, Poison Clan 1707, real fast, mentioning um, uh, Uba. Um, who we saw for the first time. And here's my here's I don't know if you folks agree with this or not, but my initial um, impression of watching Uzman Garuba is that dude looks just like Draymond Green. <laughs> he looks like a 6'8 Draymond out there. And if you could come close to replicating Draymond's uh, Draymond's game, my God, man, you got another winner right there. I mean, he looks exactly like him, though. It's almost like his like his brother. It was, it was kind of a trip. Uh, but Uzman Garuba did not play much in this game, only five minutes and change. Uh, one last thought before I bring in uh, Dr. Sean uh, Rudy Gay played six minutes and change in this game tonight sign him please if you got to get signed 15 players so be it but unless there's another player out there you're looking at Rudy Gay is your man I mean I, what stuck out to me the most about Rudy Gay wasn't the fact that he was efficient in those six minutes and change he scored four points uh, was two for four from the field uh, was playing smart ball out there missed both his three uh, three point attempts but he grabbed three rebound or four rebounds I'm sorry in those six minutes but he's a big dude he's a big man Uh, I like what I saw from him tonight was, okay, this is someone that if you need a body to get six fouls, but also play smart ball and grab a bunch of rebounds, he can be your guy. And he look, he doesn't look super old out there. My point is I'm in on Rudy Gay. If that's, if that's the, the the move that the Warriors are going to make, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. John Holmes. I agree. Sign Rudy Gay. I I don't think there's any debate about that. He looks like he fits in and he's a big body out there, man. That that was, I was a little surprised at, 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 how he stood out among the other players on the court. So that is my initial uh, assessment of game one of the preseason that the Warriors, again, come out victorious in 125-108. Jonathan Kuminga really sticking out in this. Uh, And I'm going to get another perspective. Dr. Sean is going to join me next, Uh, a a longtime listener of the program. And again, all you got to do is email me and butter me up, and I'll bring you on the program. It's that simple. Uh, But first, I got to give some love. And he's waving at me right now from the green room we're going to join he's going to join me in just a moment but first I, get, I gotta give some love to another sponsor of this program um oh ooh, before i get to the to the reads real fast um Daph ford writes are we still disrespecting chris paul in this channel nope and by the way is this david locke joining the program saying are you sure are you referring to uh to uh rudy gay a former utah jazz player i'm so i mean i'm not sure if this is you sir the head honcho of our network uh, stoked that you're with us tonight. Um, am I sure? I don't know, but he looks good. I mean, compared to everyone else, yeah, I guess I am sure. So, thank you, David, for joining us tonight. And, uh, we'll be back with a lot more in just a moment. And again, I got Dr. Sean joining me. Uh, and even though it's just a preseason game, still a celebratory, uh, mood for the Warriors just because that second unit looks so good. Um, that at least I'm happy. But let's let's give some love right now to Jace Medical, one of our newer sponsors and one of our more important sponsors as well. For the simple reason that they're there to help you in times of need, whether it's an emergency, uh, whether it's a a medical situation. Look, everyone needs to have a medical kit at home. I think it goes beyond uh, explanation for why that's the case, right? Natural disasters happen, emergencies happen, but your typical medical kit has the bare bones necessities, right? You got band aids, you might have some Neosporin in there, maybe some gauze. But what the Jace case provides is five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, you might have to jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians and get ongoing care from from their physicians on any treatment related questions. So you're not only getting a Jace case that has life-saving antibiotics, but you have access to actual physicians. You can ask them questions. You can get advice. The Jace case is doctor created and doctor recommended. So don't get caught unprepared, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivered and ongoing consultation. There is so much benefit with a Jace case and right now get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my the code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. Again that's Jace, J A S E medical.com. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and of course, on YouTube. And again, for the everydayers one more time, we might have a massively huge guest on the program Monday. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on threads at Dog Wild. Follow this program on Twitter at LockedOnDubs. And uh, my guest tonight joining me right now is is a listener of the program. He emailed me. Uh, You were very cordial. You were very professional. Um, You are a well-educated individual, sir, who uh, clearly follows the game. You're coming to me from the East Coast this late night out there. Uh, Sean Stanley, you call yourself Dr. Sean. I love it. How are you doing? And what was your first impression of tonight's game? Oh Cyrus, thank you for having me on. Man,
1: it was a great night. I was at a birthday party and I had my iPad out, and I kept up with every second of the game. And it was just a great, impressive win by the Warriors. Uh, I have to say that I was really, really impressed tonight by four players, and spe- specifically, uh, Clay Thompson. I got to start with him because I know you guys were on him a little bit. I really wasn't looking for Clay to be offensively. Uh, I wasn't worried about his offense. Clay's okay. offense is going to come. But what I was looking for was his defense and the bounce in his step, uh, in terms of him playing defense on Rudy Hatmira. I thought he did a great job tonight uh, on him. I thought that Clay had four rebounds tonight. But the most impressive stat to me about Clay was zero fouls. That means he was guarding without fouling, and we all know the Warriors woes with guarding and uh, not being able to avoid those fouls. Also, Jonathan Kaminga. I mean, Jonathan Kaminga was huge tonight. And I know that's right. your guy, Cyrus. Um, he, 24 points, eight rebounds, four assists. I think, I thought that he 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 did a great job of challenging a- Anthony Davis at the rim. Uh, that was one play where he laid it up with his left. That is what we, you know, the Lakers are longer than we are. But uh-huh. I think we're more athletic. I think we have more athletes that can challenge uh, AD, Anthony Davis, and LeBron at the rim, and some of those guys that they had to protect the rim. So, I'm really excited about it. Uh, the Warriors really showed me a lot tonight, and I really like what Steve is doing because uh, I just think that bench is just awesome. The other two guys were Moses Moody, 15 points, five yes. rebounds. Awesome job tonight. His energy, his motor is just superb. I love it. I love his motor. Um, and he he defended tonight too, so I, I really love that about Moody. And then Brandon Pajinski. I was impressed with the rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Me thought did eleven points, but most impressively it was five rebounds, four assists. This kid yes. can rebound, and um, when you can rebound, you can always make a team. I think you're gonna always benefit a team if you can rebound and you can pass the basketball. I think you're always gonna benefit a team that way. So. Those were the four guys that I was most impressed with. Of course, our starters looked pretty good once they got rolling, but just a great win, man. I'm so excited.
0: Oh, my God. I'm right with you. 100% agree with everything you said. Uh, let's listen. In fact, uh, we got some sound coming in now. Let's listen real fast to uh, Steph, I'm sorry, uh, Steve Kerr, uh, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. I want to hear what his thoughts were on, um, on uh, Jonathan Kaminga tonight. Uh, let's hear what his thoughts were real fast. Here's Kerr.
2: Uh, I just liked his aggressiveness you know he shot the ball with a lot of confidence he got had eight rebounds so he was um, he was much more active on the glass um, you know than his first couple of years playing we want that to continue um, and um, you know showed showed his athleticism and and uh, did a, did a good job what a,
0: what's did you hear that? Okay, by the way, it sounded funky on my end. It sounded good to you. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and, and look, Steve Kerr controls those minutes. Um, Dr. Sean, let me ask you this, man. How do you, what were your thoughts on last year? Um, I'm going to find this soundbite real fast uh, that I, I loved. Uh, and I'm going to play it in just a moment. But Someone asked Steve Kerr a day or two ago um, to reflect on the Lakers series last year and what he learned from that. And it was, a, it was kind of a, a reflective in, answer where you got a little insight into Steve Kerr what were your thoughts on that? Like, what are you, in your opinion, did the Warriors do wrong last year uh, that you're hoping they correct this year overall? Well, I, I think the chemistry was off last year. And we all know about
1: the Jordan Poole, Draymond Green situation. Um, but I, I just think that, you know, basketball is, is probably 70, 80% mental. Um, you have to really be in tune and in sync as a team. And I thought that last year they got off to that that rocky start and they couldn't get it together on the road. Um, but I think that. Um, our biggest problem with the Lakers um, was the fact that we only had one method of attacking them I mean it was either a pick and roll with Steph Curry or if Steph couldn't get open They were double triple teaming in him. They were putting their biggest guy one of the longest guys on him And it was just difficult for the for the Warriors to get you know any offense going I didn't think that uh Wiggins uh, was in a rhythm at all. I think he, no. he started to get it going, but he was out so much uh, that year and clay just didn't have his legs and i i was a big i was a big advocate of clay uh in the chat a lot of times on your show that you know he didn't have that off season and and the off season is so important in basketball these guys have to get that work in and when you get that work in, you can tell when it comes playoff time if those who have really put in the work and i and i was just super excited tonight to see that the warriors have completely turned turn it around in terms of the Lakers. And I really don't think the Lakers are going to be that big of a threat. Now, I'm not taking the Lakers lightly because they have an outstanding team. And then, of course, LeBron wasn't there and Draymond wasn't there for us. But I just really think that the Warriors have enough depth and they have enough athleticism to, you know, to get around us not having the seven-footer, uh, you know, to just go toe-to-toe with folks like Jokic, Jokic and uh, Anthony Davis uh, and some other the big guys that are in the league.
0: And look, there aren't that many bigs to worry about. I, when we when I complain about Looney and the Warrior's size, it's because I'm thinking big, as big of a picture as possible, world title, right? And those little things sometimes have to get addressed if you want to make it to the to the top of the mountain. Um, anyways, here's a I want to here's a sound soundbite I was talking about. I, I want to play this real fast, um, just because I don't want to deprive anyone who might have missed Steve Kerr saying this. It was very reflective and 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 much more open of Kerr than usual, in my humble opinion. Here is Steve Kerr talking about uh, that series loss last year to the Lakers
1: Steve how often if at all do you, have you looked back on last postseason and what have you been able to pull from that and say okay and I guess better know about yourself your staff your team um in those series against the Kings and the Lakers
2: uh yeah good, a lot of good and you know against Sacramento coming back showing the resilience to um, to come back after being down 2-0 a game seven on the road showing our our fortitude um And then uh, the Lakers exposed us. We we were not a very well-rounded team last year. And so, you know, thinking about that series, watching it, um, they were, you know, they bottled us up defensively and we didn't have a counter. So we've we've got to make sure we have counters this year.
0: All right, there we go. So that was Steve Kerr talking about last year. Um, I didn't, you know, someone in the chat mentioned, by the way, I, before I get to that, well, any thoughts uh, on that, on those comments, Dr. Sean? Yeah,
1: and Cyrus, I want to, I want to just point out the fact what I saw tonight with, and who I think is going to be going to get a lot more touches offensively is Kevon Looney uh, with Chris Paul. Chris Paul threw a little lob to him and got him an easy basket. That's going to happen a lot because Chris Paul has has a way of breaking down defenders and getting into that lane. And when he gets into that lane, he wreaks havoc. I think he and Draymond are going to benefit offensively yeah. uh, from Chris Paul's. So that I just wanted to throw that in. I I really saw that tonight. And I think that uh, with Chris Paul, his his acumen, his IQ, once he gets into that lane, it's just going to open so much up for the Warriors, especially Steph and Clay on those wings, and they're cutting and moving without the ball. It's just going to create so much havoc for other teams.
0: Absolutely right, man. If I feel like if anything stuck out to me besides the obvious, which was Kaminga and Moody, I thought they both played fantastic basketball, but Chris Paul, it literally took one quarter. For me, for me to be sold. I'm sold. I'm in. All right. I love it. He's he's here. Uh, let's roll with it. Um, Kurt Porter, I agree, I agree with what you write, that Rudy Gay was decent. Uh, what are your thoughts, Dr. Sean? Is Rudy Gay uh, fit for you for that 14th roster spot? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a Rudy Gay fan. He's a big guy. He can shoot yeah. the basketball, and he has a high basketball IQ. I think he fit. And and I say that about Dario Sark too. Um, he was really impressive. What impressed me about him was the assist tonight. I think he had like, maybe three assists tonight, in a short period of time, but the guy can pass the basketball. And what people got to understand, when you play with Steph and Clay and those guys, you've got to be able to pass the basketball and yep. get that ball to them on time, and they'll take you home and where you need to go. So um, I'm, really, I'm really rooting for them to assign Rudy Gay uh, to that 14th spot. I think he's going to be very vital to us, especially come playoff time.
0: Yeah, Steve Wilton, by the way, uh, in the chat wrote that, and it's a it's a very impressive stat. No Warriors players. And the Warriors went, I think, like 17, 18 deep in this game. Not a single player was in the negative in terms of plus minus. That's very impressive. It goes to show how how collectively consistent the team was tonight, uh in, in their run. Um, we didn't see a lot of Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, I know he played 14 minutes, but I, I feel like they were a quiet 14 minutes. Um, he did have two block shots, only had one rebound. I just didn't see enough to really formulate any opinions. Uh, Did you? Uh, Well, I think he's going to be a good, good, great player. I think as the
1: season goes and he gets a a lot more familiar and and a lot more experience, I think that he's going to be positive too on that second unit uh, in terms of blocking shots. And he has a feel for the game. You can, you can just sort of see in his play tonight, you know, he has a feel for the game, made a few mistakes, but I'm looking for big things from him as well. Maybe not a lot of playing time, but he, he could be helpful, you know, on some of those those dog days um, when the when the starters are. You know, they're dogging it a little bit. Maybe right before the All-Star break, you get some time and like that. I think he, he'll be valuable to the Warriors.
0: Absolutely. We've gone this long. We're wrapping the show up. We're at the 30s. We're going late. I apologize. I didn't realize we're 37 minutes in. I haven't mentioned Stephen Curry once this entire show. The, the GOAT of the Golden State Warriors uh, played 12 minutes and change. was three for six from the field, two for five from beyond the arc, including that very early three that really set the stage for the whole game, added two rebounds, um, three steals. I really loved... The chemistry between him and Chris Paul, you, 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 I saw two people who were clearly practicing this this off season to make it work. Um So kudos to Steph. And the fact that we haven't mentioned him this long, I think goes to show how good of a game this was tonight. Sean, uh, you took the time to to come on the program. Thank you. Any uh, anything you want to say? I, you know, you you're you're on the you're on the program. You're on the platform. What would you like to promote? What would you like to? The floor is yours, sir. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I, I want to give a shout-out to my son who's uh, here in Atlanta with me. Uh, we had his little girl's birthday party. Uh, Deontay Stanley, he's out there. One of my best friends, Titus Stevenson, uh, he's out there hopefully listening tonight. But, hey, Cyrus, I really enjoyed this. And, man, I, you got to have me back, man. I love um, this. Sounds just, good. We'll, we'll make it Morris. happen again. We'll
0: make All it right. happen again. Uh, someone in the chat, by the way, m- mentioned that the Warriors – uh, hit 30 assists i'm looking at the box score i think they got 27 collectively as a team still a, a great number i mean when you compare it to the lakers who had 21 um this lakers team again i know it's first impressions lebron didn't play austin reeves didn't play but first impressions man i i'm i'm happy i'm happy one one preseason down and the warriors look like a team that could do something this year i i so far so good i guess right any, any final thoughts uh nothing man I'm just excited this is going to be an awesome year
1: and uh I'm predicting that the Warriors are going to the finals so I don't know who's out there with me but uh Dub Nation and I am coming out to some games this year so Cyrus I will see you on the West Coast
0: Oh hell yeah let me know when <laughs> when you let me know when you come on and I'm with you I don't have a prediction yet but if you told me if you're predicting the Warriors are making the finals I can't disagree with you I mean this Warriors team looks good if they if there is no doubt in my mind they're, they're in the running for that fifth title in 10 years. Health has to work, work out. Um, we still have to see them play the Nuggets. I'm guessing that's really the ultimate, like, off school in, in this whole thing. But thank you to everyone for coming on. Dr. Sean, absolute pleasure. We will get you back on, man. No doubt about that. And thanks all. Warriors win. It's the start of great things. Take care, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye. Sean.